Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. I love it. We both played it. We both uh, beat it. Not 100%. Yeah. But we both beat it. Well, we talked about it a little bit on the the podcast last week uh, with Fultron. Um, but yeah, now I've actually played through the entire game, like finished the final yep. boss. The only yep. things that we haven't done is uh, is do some of the like extra kind of stuff that they've got in there and everything. Yeah, I haven't um, I haven't done I haven't done I've done Time Attack. I haven't done uh, I played with all the characters like played with Tails, played yeah. with Knuckles, played with yeah. Sonic and Tails. Uh, yep. I haven't played. Uh, or I haven't gotten all the emeralds yet to see the proper ending. That's true. That's true. I haven't and I haven't either. and I haven't done verses or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Challenge the, the two player mode, whatever that one is. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but like I think like I think we have we've seen enough to give the singer rating. Like, oh, those are features sure. rather than gameplay. For so, sure. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but first, John, uh, what have you been up to this week? So. Uh, as everyone knows, last week on the podcast, I was like, I was pretty sick, um, and to the point where like, oh, you and Voltron yeah. didn't really like come over or anything like that to uh, to the podcast yeah. in the same room. We were kind of in this weird separate thing. You had like an echo in your ear and uh, all this craziness. It was crazy. Um, Which is and actually kind of still happening right now. Not the echo, but we're not in the same place. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, but this week I let it, let the record state that uh, I am feeling much, much, much better. But you were sick like over the weekend and yesterday. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think it was, uh, during the eclipse on, uh, on Monday that, uh, that you were like, man, I, uh, I'm not feeling super hot. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't give this to you. So, you know, yeah, yep. Nope. Nope. I avoided you, but still caught something, but totally. Yeah. Um, but we did watch the eclipse. I did want to mention that, like how, you know, how, uh, we talked about what our plans were. And so I figured, Hey, you know, let's talk a little bit about like yeah. how that all worked out. So like on all Sunday, right. you did a bunch of scouting with dad yes. to find the, like the ideal location. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So on Sunday, looked at the weather report. Was like, hey, it looks like it's gonna be clear in Lebanon, Tennessee. That looks like the place to go. Um, and so mom and dad came down. Um, I went out with dad on a scouting mission. He had found a spot on like Google Maps and had found like a clearing. We wanted an area that was like had a pretty uh, long horizon so we could see the the sunset all the way around. Mm. That type of thing. Um, and uh, and so we we drove out the place. We looked at. That uh, where we ended up, um, we found that place. We knocked on some doors because it's like all private land. We're like, well, we really don't want to stand in the middle of the road. Yeah. Let's see if any of these people would mind if we let's just watch the eclipse for a few hours from their from their uh, farm. And nobody answered the doors, so we're like, <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, got on Google Google Maps again. Found a nice clearing over by the high school in Lebanon. So we went over there, checked it out. I'm like, okay, cool. This would work too as a secondary location. And then we decided to drive out uh, Highway 109. And uh, and just see like or not no it wasn't one or nine it was like seventy or something like that anyway hmm. uh, drove out highway seventy because um, it was it traveled like up you no know, like uh, through the path of totality and so I was like okay if we have to let's like head down here and see if there's some place we can watch and we find found maybe a cow pasture that we could stand in <laughs> uh, hop a fence and stand in but other than that it was pretty hilly so. We before we left town, we swung back by the the farmland there, and then we knocked on the the house, the biggest house door. I was like, surely these guys are the people who who own it. And uh, there was this uh, eighty year old man uh, who came out. His name's Raymond Lee, and he came out and he was 
uh, like, yeah, just this is, I own all like 12 acres of this here, like all the way down to that tree line and this tree line. And he's like, just mm. park wherever you want, stand wherever you want. You can watch, watch the whole thing from my yard if you want to. And so I'm like, cool. So, um, got together with, uh, you and Catherine and mom and dad and, um, a friend of ours and, uh, just, uh, watched the eclipse and it yeah. was awesome. It was like, it was like no crowds. Yeah. Um, it was perfect, perfect, perfect place, clear skies. Um, there's some clouds that kind of started to come over, but they dissipated before the eclipse. So that was yeah. cool. And man, it was beautiful. Dude, it was crazy. Like, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, people who listened, uh, from the States or whatever, you know, it, maybe, maybe you were in the path, maybe hopefully it was, uh, hopefully it was clear for whoever was in the path. Um, but uh but like it was such a wild thing like it was uh it was it was interesting to have it come over slowly over time and then all of a sudden like it was just dark and uh yeah. and and that you know the sunset all around was gorgeous and then whenever the sun started coming back like on the off to the to the on the skyline on the side um it was interesting to see the clouds in the distance, way off in the distance, being in light, but then us yeah. still being, you know, in, in the dark there, which is which is, was it was a really unique thing. Uh, seeing the different stars, seeing Venus and Mars and and Mercury, uh, even uh, really close to the sun. So that was a, a crazy, crazy thing, man. I uh, I, w- I was. I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but like it exceeded my expectations. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I expected either because I had a lot of different kind of things in my mind because people try to describe it like in, in articles that I read or something like that or, uh, you know, just kind of relate the information. I've seen photos, but even photos, like they just can't really express what's happening there. And, and like the only thing I can say is like it's, it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. And, from the point of like almost totality through totality, like it did not feel like we were standing on earth. Like the lights all crazy. It feels like you're, there's a, a different star up there, like a different sun in the sky. Yeah. Um, and then like in totality, it's just like, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen in the sky. It's very like, surreal. Yes. Like, I mean, we've watched meteor showers, which are cool before. We've seen comets, you know, like we've looked at, you know, uh, uh, Saturn through the telescope, you know, yeah. you watch lunar, lunar eclipses, that type of thing. Like we've, we've done a lot of, a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, And even like, this, I think there was a partial eclipse that we experienced at one point yeah, when we were yeah, kids, yeah. but you know, this was unlike any of that. And like, like, I don't, I don't know that there's a way to, to replicate this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird, like you said. It, it, it almost feels like you're just. It's it's a, it's almost a uh, like a, a dreamlike state or like a like. A, yeah. is, is this real? Like, is this real? Yeah, it doesn't feel real afterwards. You're like, was that real? Yeah, like, that couldn't have been real. Yeah, it was. I mean, and that that was just and that, like you said, like we avoided a lot of the crowds. Like I was I was appreciative that we weren't in like a big crowd of people or anything like that. Oh, so yeah. it was that was nice um, as well. Just kind of like experience it as a, in a small group of people and and uh, and. Man, it's it's such a weird thing to share with other people too, because like at the end of it, I just remember being like, so I guess we all just like go home now. I guess <laughs> guess I go home and like go you know do some do some work this afternoon or whatever. You know, it's just such a weird experience to yeah. have, and then kind of go on with your day from. So yeah, yeah dude. The, the 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 crazy thing to me, um, like uh, along along those lines is just. It happens. It's so rare for it to happen that it makes me want to. It makes me want to become an eclipse chaser. Yeah. You know, like one of these people who go goes finds like 
like the next eclipse is in Chile in 2019. I'm like, man, yeah. let's just go to Chile. Yeah. <laughs> and look at this, you know, like every it's just two such years, a, such a rare thing. Yeah. Every two years it supposedly happens. And it's like, you know, somewhere on the planet it happens. And it's like, you know, there's people that'll, you know, save up their money and then go chase these things. Like you said, and like that, that's so interesting. It's just a, it's, it's a really weird thing. And it's like, I, I totally, the next one comes along in the United States for sure. You know, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll check that one out, travel to go see it, that sort of thing after, after, this experience so interesting I'm, al- man. I'm also really really glad that we uh we went to a point that was pretty pretty close to the line of totality like we got like two minutes and 30 something seconds worth of totality yeah like and that felt short i couldn't imagine being somewhere where it was like you know 30 seconds or even a minute you know yeah there, we were talking to somebody who was saying that they were in um a little blaze outside of nashville like south of nashville and uh, like franklin i think it might have been a little bit I don't know where they were in Franklin. Anyway, he was saying that... I don't even think it was total in Franklin. Yeah, he was saying it was like... It was it, it approached that moment to where it was like... Literally, it may have disappeared in his glasses like for like a second, and then it was back. Yeah. And it's like it wasn't yeah. even enough time to really take off the, the eye protection and be like, oh, let's look around or whatever. But it was like... Yeah. He's like, we got a, we got a, a split second of like... Of, of, of kind of sunset all around us, and it was like... And then it was back, you know? And it was like, oh, gosh, yeah. that's, you know... So... I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, like you said, it's one of those things that you really want to be as as much as you can because I mean, right. even the difference between two minutes and two and a half minutes, it was you know. Yeah. I remember like looking but, at my watch at one point in it, and I was like, "Oh man, it's almost over! Everybody, I get know. your last look!" You know, like that. Well, that, that's the thing you have to like look at everything so fast. You're like, "Oh man, I'm gonna look at look at the horizon," and "Oh man, look 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 at the sky. Look look yeah. for some stars. Look, look at the look at the the eclipse now." All yeah. right. Uh, Okay, now watch for the the quick diamond ring. Okay, quickly put on your glasses. You know, yeah. like, and then it was like, oh, what's your favorite thing that you looked at? And look at that one more time, and then you're done. You know, and yeah. it's like, oh my gosh. So yeah, the uh, along those lines, like, it's maybe that's why it feels a little bit a little bit not real is because that like, you're, yeah. you're constantly in this. True. I've never seen this before in my right. life. You know, so you can't really look close. Like, I guess if we just stared at it for yeah. like the whole two and a half minutes, maybe I would have felt like. Okay, I understand it. I've looked at like what was happening. Like, yeah, I can comprehend it. But it, like, you just look at everything so fast that you're. It, it's hard to just like. It's one of those things where you're, like you, you. It's almost like you see something out of the corner of your eye and you kind of get a glimpse of it. You know, right? But you haven't had time to like study it. Right. Somebody, like, it's like a flashcard. Somebody flashes something up in front of your face. You know, that's what the whole thing kind of feels like in my mind and my memory. Yeah, but it's as if somebody flashed something amazing and it was like. This is a, a gorgeous thing that you haven't seen before, but it's like you're never going to see it again. Here's another gorgeous thing yeah. you haven't seen before, but you haven't seen. Oh, here's another thing. You know, it's it's like yeah. it's a series of a bunch of those. But then you'll and be I, like and realizing that like that's the you know one of the only times you'll experience that. You know, right. it's like it's so strange. Then that, well, that like respect too. And and everything's changing as it's moving as the as the moon's moving. Right. So it's like yeah, for sure. Because like this first time you look at the look at the sky around you, it's it's one thing, like one shade. Right. But then the next time you look, it's like oh man, it's it's lighter over there now, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So one yeah. of the funny things that happened were like we were right next to a cow pasture, and all the cows went home. They were going to go in for the night. That's right. That's right. They they were gone afterwards. Like uh, they it was were two minutes. Yeah. They were gone. I mean, it was like, it, oh, I'm going to move over here now. But Chris, they did not look up at the sun and get blinded no. and then go crazy afterwards. No, as far as you know, I've I've heard no reports <laughs> of any blind animals of any kind. What what I love is like the idea that like the people who predicted that like I mean think it think about it along those lines of like oh. People will, oh, you know, ha, 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 that didn't happen or whatever. Like, that's the last that'll happen with it. But, like, if it had happened, they would be, like, praised as prophets, man. Oh, yeah. 
It's like for so, sure. So like the risk level of like ah, you know, do I sound I sound crazy for like a little bit, and then afterwards people are like, oh, you were wrong. But if it actually does happen. Then, then that you know, so it's like this this whole uh, you know they're they're gambling it a little bit there where they're like, well, oh yeah, risk reward Definitely. situation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, the power grid didn't go down here in Nashville. Nope. Um, you know, we didn't have any like brownouts. I did. I didn't even like have a low cell phone signal or anything. Like we had so many people around town um, uh, over the that weekend and even you know a couple of days after or whatever. Um, and it's like I really didn't experience too bad traffic. Like it was like a CMA fest uh, yeah. here in Nashville happens um, every year. And, you know, it's a localized spot to like one spot in Nashville, right? It, um, it should have taken it should have taken us like half an hour to get home. It took us like maybe an hour. Yeah. So like it, you know, it caused some traffic problems. What was funny is like you looked at Google Maps right after the, uh, the that's eclipse, right, and like all the roads that were running like to to the the line of totality, like north and south, like they were all just red. Yeah. <laughs> along the line <laughs> totally man and that's uh, i guess that's the, the thing like i think it, it's for me it was less like it's less localized into one spot like it's not like oh we're all going to bridgestone arena here in uh in nashville it's like there's this huge line that you can be in and so it, it was less like about you know everybody wasn't going just one direction like it was pretty much crowded the equally right. on both sides and right you know so it's like we whenever we were going home it, it took us you know an extra 15 minutes to get home than it normally would like it would normally take like 30 minutes to get where we were but it took us you know 45 and uh and so yeah it's it, it there was definitely like an increase in traffic almost like it was like uh like rush hour but it was for rush right. hour for however long this was so. on on weird roads yeah 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 and in both directions and it's like that's strange <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, I, uh, I, it was, it was an experience. What else have you been up to other than the eclipse and other than playing Sonic Mania? All right. So, uh, this week, um, I have, let's, let me, let me think, hang on since last weekend, what have I done? Um, really it was just a bunch of eclipse stuff. Well, did you do a raid see, or something? I, oh yeah. See, this is the thing along with this cold, like I couldn't remember one of my good friend's names earlier today. Like it's just like f- making my brain foggy, dude. Like, con- congestion in my head. It's just pressing in on my memory. I don't like it. Anyway, I don't nope. like it. Um, yes. Oh, so finally, uh, <laughs> was playing Destiny. Especially, I actually did a lot this week. Uh, play was playing Destiny. Um, and or, did you play with me? No, I was not there. Okay. Have you beat? You've beaten that raid. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I've beaten that so, raid. So anyway, finally beat um, Wrath of the Machine. Hard mode on on uh, Destiny. Nice. I hadn't hadn't like I I've been I I played that last encounter of that raid. I don't know how many times at this point. <laughs> like six or seven or eight. Where you run around, jump on his back, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and never ever beat it. Finally beat it. Good uh, job, f- dude. For the first time, it took us. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Um, we played it. It probably took us three hours, maybe. Yeah, two and a half, three hours. That's, that sounds know, about right. Like that. Anyway, it was a mess. Like, um, you know, I, that's probably my least favorite raid out of the entire game. Um, I love everything leading up to that point, but there's just the fact that that encounter is so just like spotty and unpredictable glitchy. is ridiculous. To yeah, me. glitchy. Yeah, they, I mean, because there was like, and even some things like where it's like, yes, he does that, but I don't know if they meant for it to do that. Like where he, he can possibly throw you off his back off the entire map is just ridiculous. You know, just stupid things. Yeah. Um, so definitely my least favorite raid, but finally got through it, which is awesome. Um, so there now I've beaten all the raids, 
on hard mode. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, um, I don't have a whole lot more to do with Destiny 1. Um, I have a couple of, like, a few different achievements. One that I may come back to later, the uh, the Flawless Raider achievement, like if somebody's, like, searching for it or something. But yeah. um, other than that that thing, um, I've almost got all the achievements in that game. That's exciting, um, man. Yeah, which is awesome. So I'm super, super pumped for, for Destiny 2. Um, I also, uh, I also um, obviously beat... Uh, Sonic Mania. I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. Nice. Um, yeah. How like, is the new? Is there, there's a new expansion to that. How is the new expansion? Yeah, there's a new expansion. Uh, so it's it's a free expansion, and you can go through these like enemies and and uh, earn decks going through these like different tiers of enemies, and they all have like their thing, like a certain thing that that you need to do to beat them. Like I'm stuck on the, like the the first enemy after the prologue. Like he, you have to basically one one um, turn kill him. Oh my goodness. And, yeah, and so like. I have a few cards that could do that, but most of the cards are legendary, and I don't have them that, that can like create that situation. Hmm. Um, and some of them even have, they've like they're like legacy cards or wild cards at this point, and so like you can't even use them. So it's, it's like, oh gosh, this is literally the worst right now. Yeah. So like getting um, back into it, like for for you as somebody who's like hasn't been with it all along, it's 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 hard. But if you'd been with us yeah. all along, you probably have that. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, and I and I I don't buy that many. I haven't bought that many packs. Like, I, this is actually one of the one of the games that I, that you can actually spend money on that I haven't spent the most money on. You know what I mean? Which is weird. Yeah. I think about the games that I've spent money on over over the like mobile games I've spent money on over the years. Stupid games. Um, that I probably shouldn't have spent any money on. But yeah. then this one I I don't spend any money on. You know, like it's weird. Um, but anyway, so I've been I've been just like uh, just playing some of the ranked play and. Working my way through a couple of different things, so that's that's been a lot of fun, dude. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. I've been I've been watching through Seinfeld again, so I think I don't know if I've talked about that yet, but I've been watching through it again. I was wondering because like um, I keep seeing you know you'll be online, but you'll be like watching yeah. Hulu, and I was like, yeah, yeah. totally. He's got to be watching Seinfeld or oh, yeah. De- definitely watching Seinfeld. One of these other shows that is that is on or Bob's there. Burgers, yeah, Bob's yeah. Burgers. I've been watching some of that, but Seinfeld, man, I like. I'm working my way back through it. I love it. It's the best, it's a, best it's, show ever. It is a. Uh, it is definitely a great one, man. I, I love. I love. I love watching through it. Like, and it takes. You know, there are certain seasons that are better than others, or certain seasons that I like better than others. Right, right. Um, like to revisit that sort of thing. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, like I, I love Seinfeld, man. So we also after you did the raid, and you were very tired after the raid, but we played through yeah. some uh, some Titanfall too. Oh, we did. See, I forgot all about that, dude. Yeah, dude. And, and like, uh, we played the. Uh, it's the horde mode essentially, and, and you know, yeah, and that was and it really was fun. Great, dude. I love it. Um, and we, what was funny is we played it on easy, and it's actually pretty difficult. Yeah, well, like, well, we played uh, the first round on easy, and we beat that oh, one okay, fairly, right. fairly handily. Did we play the next one on normal? Yeah, we played it on normal um, for the next, like, I think uh, two. Um, nice. And yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was rather difficult. So I don't know, man. It's a uh, there's like two steps above that. There's like easy, normal. Uh, Hard and insane, or something like that. Yeah, dude. It's and it's uh, it it definitely ramps up. And we, you know, there are a few times where I think that last time, like whatever map we were on, it's a fairly open map. And so, in order to defend the tower that you have to defend, like we we failed twice. Um, not like we failed out completely, but like you have you know basically three strikes before you're out completely. Um, yeah. And you just basically restart the previous wave uh, twice and then the, on the third time like it's done. And so we actually got to the point where like on that last wave we were... Uh, 
we were it was either we do it this time or we fail and so it's uh it was it was interesting to to experience that and to have that much um kind of stuff coming at you and uh and and strategize like we've started figuring it out over time as well like where it's like oh well we need to strategize this way or we need to you know utilize these tools or you can i I didn't realize like you could pass money from person to person uh for a while there like you can contribute to the to the group pile and then somebody else can get like a turret or something like that and um, yeah there's some tower defense kind of mechanisms to it which is yeah cool and it's it's it was very fun like i will definitely want to play more of it i don't know how much more of it we'll want to play after destiny comes out in a couple of weeks here but um that's the thing i think it's i think it's different enough in the in the like this uh titanfall 2 i loved the single player the the multiplayer didn't really catch on like with me um it it felt like whenever you compare it to titanfall 1 titanfall 1's multiplayer felt really open and you felt super mobile and like um like you could you could go somewhere and do like what you wanted to do titanfall 2 it felt really like closed off like there are a lot of closed spaces a yeah. lot of just like lanes and so it's like oh, man it, you're gonna get killed trying to get across this map something like that um whereas now that like the maps for this horde mode or like the way that they do horde mode on these maps feels a lot like the multiplayer in, in titanfall one like I th- and i think maybe like weren't there bots yeah there were like bots in titanfall yeah 1. and there's so a, that's another like, thing there's a mode with bots in it like there's modes with bots in it in in titanfall 2 as well but it never they weren't designed necessarily that way, and so like right. But you're right with Titanfall One. Like you could go an entire match and really contribute helping the team, and never go up yeah. against another pilot, um, like up against another human player. You'd just be killing a bunch of AI characters and, and cannon fodder and things right. like that. And it's and so it became this game of like, oh, you just play your role, or if like I'm not super into it today, I'll just like try to stay along the outskirts of this fray and take down you know extra you know ads and let the other people deal with the uh the pilots and the titans and things like that and so whereas you know in titanfall 2 like you said it's it's very in your face and you're like kind of funneled together where the mobility is is less like there will either be all of a sudden after having a nice chain of hallways where you can kind of go really fast through and run around and get from point a to point b there'll be like this weird open area and it's like you just kind of jump out there and you're like okay now i'm just running through a field and you know and so it kind of breaks up the fun a little bit by uh in in some of the map designs in titanfall 2 um yeah but i mean this horde mode Super fun, super fun to strategize with people. Super fun for it to be like a four-player kind of a, a horde mode thing, right. and you can you can like there's variants of enemies, and like they've designed new enemies like with drones and things like this that come in. So there's yeah. a, like a lot of cool stuff in this, um, and so yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, get, it gives me a good reason to go back to a game that I had I had literally stopped playing. Like yeah, there was no there was no reason for me to go back to this game until now and like like cool i love this i'll i'll definitely play this yeah over the last few times like whenever i've run out of space in my xbox right like where it'll be like oh you need to install batman yeah. uh telltale batman or whatever and it's like okay cool i'm gonna install this and then it'll be like oh you're out of space and i'm like ah oh. i always look at it i literally always like <laughs> hover over it and go is this the thing to delete am i done with this yet you know and then it's like i i inevitably find something else to to just like delete or something like that but um but yeah it's got to get you that uh the external hard drive man it's been on the verge for a minute yeah i, I really w- need to get an extra hard drive for this thing cuz it's uh it's it's getting bad man i'm going to have to uninstall destiny 1 in order to install destiny 2 oh and, man and so what yeah no. yeah i mean it's just going to have to happen man cuz like wow well, am i really going to go back to destiny 1 after destiny 2 comes out i'm not I mean, sure i might what uh, if they give you a reason to 
If they give me a reason to, maybe, but I don't know. I, it, the other thing is, like, I don't know how your character transfers over, so maybe I need to have that in, like them installed yeah, simultaneously. I'd, I'd keep it there. I don't know. I'll probably find something else being. to begin with, and then kind of, uh, and maybe a few months from now, that's when it'll be. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Other things that I've been up to, I watched uh, over the weekend uh, the Defenders. That show dropped uh, the Marvel Netflix show. I watched through that. And what's funny about it is I watched it. You know how like I've my big critique of all of the Marvel Netflix shows is like they need to be like two episodes shorter. Like every single season has like two episodes of padding and it's like just condense the storyline into, you know, less episodes. Yeah. And this one uh, was like eight episodes. And I was like, oh, sweet. They've finally done it, Chris. They have finally <laughs> condensed this thing. They've chopped off four episodes from this thing. And it's going to be like this short, concise thing no dice chris it's still like three episodes too long dang it's and like that's the thing is like there's uh there's weird spots in it where it's like this is the 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 weirdest thing that i've ever encountered and it's like it needs to cut this like there's specific scenes where i can point to and be like those need to be just gone and and that's the weirdest thing because like there's other moments in it that are the coolest thing ever like whenever these, these characters interact with each other and they first kind of start encountering each other and it's like wait you mean you're bulletproof like whenever they start figuring out like what each other can do and even like right. in the final episode one of the, the characters does something and they're like whoa and it's like yeah that's you know th- those moments are the coolest moments in it um and i just wish like that they had been more like rapid fire and that sort of thing it should have been kind of a uh, uh, almost a side story to the other seasons um which honestly, like if you think about like how the story all played out, it's it, it ended up being that. Like it ended up rather than this being like the culmination of all of these uh, these four characters' different shows, um, it ended up actually being kind of this side story to those shows where it's this isn't the culmination of that. This is just Weird. kind of how we how we get into the next seasons of all of these things. Hmm. Um, which I didn't mind so much other than I feel like it was kind of misadvertised in that way, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely worth watching if you like, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows. It's, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's like two episodes, three episodes too long. So if you haven't seen the rest of them, should you jump into this one? <sighs> the thing is like, I, if you haven't seen Jessica Jones, you need to jump in on that one for sure. Um, yeah. just because like, that's such a great, like uh, Marvel universe aside, that's such a great series um and such a great season of television um but yeah i mean i i I could see you jumping in on this and then like if you if you like certain characters or if you like kind of what's going on with some of them maybe go back and watch the others um some interesting weird data that netflix released uh, which is not um not usually their thing but they released some data saying like how people go from like one marvel show to another on their their thing and people they said that the generally people will actually start with jessica jones and go from there to Daredevil, surprisingly, and and then go, you know, if they make the jump to the other two shows, they'll make the jump to Luke Cage and Iron Fist and that sort of thing. But which is weird because like in Jessica Jones, they actually set up the character of Luke Cage. And so like I would the natural thing for me would be like, oh, let's do um, Jessica Jones, then Luke Cage. But like it's Jessica Jones and then they go maybe they start back at the beginning or something. But um, I think like the main thing about that is it just tells you. Jessica Jones is the best season of television right, right. in there. Right. Um, 
which is obviously obviously true. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, it could be a good jumping in point. Like, hey, if you like these characters, you like what's going on here. If you like how uh, what their attitude is and stuff, because they they do things with the uh, the other universe. Like, there's characters, the side characters of each of the shows, kind of show up in this thing and uh, and contribute in cool ways. And so you kind of get a a small slice of each of the characters. And uh, and so watch it if you like what's going on. Dive into the shows. But now it's time to go into the news. The news. All right, John. So I have two news items this week. Ooh, two news First items. First is about two different pre-orders that happened this week. What are you? Are, is this technically three news items? But it's you know, it's crammed. No. Okay, okay. So it's just no. Two news. One news item is pre-orders. Okay. The next one is one that we'll talk about in a second. But <laughs> pre-orders. Uh, the Xbox One X, um, the Microsoft had a live stream that happened uh, this past weekend, and uh, the Xbox, it was, I guess it was Sunday, Xbox One X pre-orders went up, um, snagged the Scorpio edition. I actually, like, I got the time wrong on the press conference, oh, man. And, I didn't really, and I didn't realize that Microsoft was going to be releasing pre-order information on the, at the Gamescom conference. Uh, I thought it was happening at like four. It happened at like two. I got like my times wrong because they never provide. They like provide like four times, and they're all like worldwide times. And I picked one of them. Anyway, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> my fault. Um, so I missed it on Amazon. So I ended up having to like order it from GameStop and pay like fifteen dollars extra to get it day of. But oh man, my Xbox One X is coming to me. That's exciting. The the Scorpio edition. That's super exciting. So the Scorpio edition actually like has like a, a different look. It's got some green stuff on it, right? Yeah, it has writing on the controller that says uh, Project Scorpio, and then on the console says Project Scorpio, and then the front of the console has like this kind of uh, fade, like dot matrix kind of fade uh, on it, like from like dark black matte to light black matte. Very kind cool of look. Um, and then it comes with, like with a with a stand that lets it stand on its side. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you could probably buy that separately eventually, but it says exclusive stand. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, so, but I'm excited. Like, I'm gonna if I'm gonna get one like day one, I'm like I might as well get the basically day one edition, kind of like we did with the uh, the day one edition of the original Xbox For sure. One. And so I'm I'm pumped about that. Um, had less, even less luck. Well, I had great luck. Sorry, I I'm I'm not gonna complain because I had great luck actually. Uh, it was just a little janky pre-ordering the other thing this week, and that was the. SNES Classic. Ah, yes. For that. So if you remember a couple of months ago, this is just a whole debacle. If you, a few months ago, I think it was, oh man, maybe Best Buy? No, it was Walmart. Put, it was Walmart. Okay, yeah. All of a sudden they put a pre-orders of it and then they yep. had to take it back and be like, hey, sorry, we didn't mean to put up pre-orders. Well, apparently um, Monday, no, Tuesday. Apparently Tuesday was the day for everyone to put up pre-orders. So Amazon puts it up at like, Two in the morning, two a.m., yeah. um, and no one in the right mind who was awake at that time, uh, you know, who like I'm, I was asleep. You were probably asleep. I was asleep, but the, uh, the other side of the world wasn't asleep, you know. True. Anyway, some people snag it, but they, but they don't live on the other side of the world. Like you know, like it's true. Amazon US is the one that they're you know who put it up. Anyway, that's true. And so like, Amazon. The other side of this is no warning whatsoever. Like they no, literally no just went live. And no so, one like, says like who who. Ever the first person was that kind of stumbled across this and was just like, oh, I wonder if these pre-orders are up and they refreshed their page or whatever. It's like, yep, oh my yep. goodness. You know, so I'd like, I don't know, man. Like that so, whole situation, I wish people would announce when pre-orders are happening and then well, this, go well, this in. is the thing. It gets worse. So Amazon's go up at, at two. 
Targets go up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., something like that. Um, Best Buys uh, went up sometime in there. They all sell out. And then later, so later that day, I'm like, well, I guess I missed it again. You know, I missed the stupid classic, you know, console from Nintendo. Uh, then um, we, I heard it was around like noon-ish uh, that GameStops had gone up. It was like 1230 maybe. Um, that GameStops had gone up, and so I go to the site, and it's not up. Like I couldn't get to the to the site, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go in." Like there's a GameStop across the street in the mall. I'm gonna run over there and see if they have if they have a pre order. So I ran over there. I literally walked in, and not more than like ten seconds after I walk in, two more people walk in behind me. I'm standing in line, and then the guy at GameStop talks to the guy, like two guys behind me that that just walked in and said. Hey, you just got the last one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he didn't, didn't even ask what any of us were there for. He knew we were there for the classic console. So then, like, and there were probably six or seven people who came in after him, and he just kept down and be like, "Sorry, sold out." People were calling. He's like, "Sorry, we're sold out." You know, like, because we were there first. You know, in line. Um, yeah. And, uh, and man, one guy was really bummed out. He came running in. He was all like out of breath. He'd obviously ran all the way from the parking lot all the way up there, and he's like, "Oh man, I got here as fast as I could." I like. I was driving like 90 on the road out there. Like the speed limit was like 35 or something. Oh, my gosh. He's like, I just sprinted all the way from the parking lot. He's like, none of you guys are reselling this thing, are you? Please tell me you're buying this for yourself or your kids. And we're like, yeah, I mean, I'm not reselling it. I'm buying it for me. Right. (laughs) He's like, okay, at least I feel better there, you know? Yeah. He's like, how how close was I? And the guy was like, oh, you're maybe 10 minutes late, you know? Yeah. But even if he had been 10 minutes earlier, there was, like, other people who walked in. For sure. But it just sucks. Like, come on, Nintendo. Like, you can do this better. Like, because I'm pretty sure that there probably were, like, Amazon, for instance, didn't put, like, uh, GameStop, they'd only let you buy one each. Games or Amazon didn't have any such restriction. Right. So someone out there bought ten of these oh, and yeah. they're reselling it on on uh, eBay. Like, well, it's just like, there's a lot of people that did that. Yeah, you're right. And then like the ones on eBay right now are really ridiculously expensive because yes, like they it, are because because they they were with the NES Classic, but now in this time around the the crazy thing is like people know that they there are way less of these than people will want them, and so. They're obviously like, oh, well, last time around with the NES, at the very least, he's like, well, you know, I'm going to sell it for for this amount and or put it on eBay yeah. and for this amount and, you know, you get what you get for it. But in this case, like people already know, they go in already knowing that this is going to be crazy and going to be a disaster. And so, like, if you get more than one or if you get one and you want to sell it to somebody, it's like you're you know what it's worth now this time around. I right. guess is what I'm getting around to. Um, but, yeah, it's eh. Definitely happening, man. Definitely is something that's happening. And they don't even have the, the, the device in their hands right now, and they're on sale on uh, on eBay or whatever. Like, they're right. literally just selling... It's a promise that you're going to... They're going to send it to you. Exactly. And it's like, oh, you know, that seems a little shady in my mind as well, because, like, no, yeah. one, no one has these yet. No. And if you do, you just got it off a trek somewhere, and, and you should, you know, you'll probably go to jail now anyway. But, you know, it's like... Ah, it just unless you have something in your hands, I I find it kind of shady to go ahead and sell it. Well, don't buy anything off eBay. Wait for the release day and go stand in line. There probably won't be that many that day either, but right. it's probably it's a better shot than uh, than at buying it at regular price. Yeah. Than... Well, and and maybe maybe like Nintendo has has said like oh there's gonna be more of these than there were of the others, right? But it's like, you know, we don't know if that's true yet. We don't know. Well, true. For the other one, there was no pre-order. Right. And so, like, we don't we don't know how many of these 
actually exist. And so that's the other thing. The price might go down. It also might go up. But, uh, you know, later on, like in October, like whenever we know how many of these exist, the actual real price potentially will reveal itself. You mean on eBay, the second hand? Yeah, price. the second hand yeah. sellers. Like the yeah, value yeah. of it um, will yeah. will. I would still say that the best way is to try to buy it legitimately. Of course. First hand. And uh, then if you really, really want to pay $500 for this thing, you can if you want to. I I don't know, man. <laughs> this, this, hey, it's America. You can spend money on whatever you want to. Dude, you can do whatever you want with your money. You're right. Yes. Um, the second and final piece of the news. So we need to talk for a second about the weirdness that's been going on with the DCU movie universe. So, Chris, you yeah. mean there's more weirdness going on? There's more weirdness. Oh, my goodness. So first of all, let's, let's talk for a brief second about... Um, uh, a side note to everything that's happened, the fact that Lex Luthor and it sounds like Darkseid have all been cut out of um, Justice League. That's so strange uh, to me. In Joss Whedon's uh, reshoots. Well, I mean, it's Joss Whedon trying to like say, uh, trying to make a movie out of whatever he was left with. Uh, the reports are that what Snyder left him with was basically unwatchable. Like you couldn't watch it and it makes sense in any kind of mm. linear narrative. Interesting. So they've been doing, we've talked about all the reshoots that they're doing, just extreme amounts of reshoots. They're way past their date. All that. Yeah, the mustaches they're going to have to, uh, to, to paint out. Yeah, paint out. Uh, so that happened. But also, um, they announced, well, there's two different things that kind of got confusing. First of all, like Matt Reeves, the Batman, we still don't really know, like, <laughs> what's going on with that movie. Who's Batman in that movie? Is it going to be yeah. Affleck? Is it not going to be Affleck? Well, Affleck has, has said like he's into it. Like he's into that he one. He says that, but then like there's all these reports that he's not. And so it's like I know. What is this? I don't know. You know, are they yeah. just trying to do damage control what before Justice League so people don't like jump the ship and be like, "Hey, well, so this universe is over after Justice League anyway, yeah. so I'm just going to jump now." Um so maybe, but all the while Matt Reeves has used the phrase like this is a standalone this is a standalone Batman movie. Well, earlier this week, uh, DC, I don't know if they announced, but it was leaked that um, there's going to be a standalone Joker movie yeah. that won't tie into the, the rest of the DCU <laughs> with a different Joker. It won't be Jared Leto's Joker. It won't even be that version of the Joker. <sighs> it will be a completely different origin story for the Joker. So then everyone starts extrapolating that like and being like, okay, well, is the Batman... Is that a whenever you say standalone, are you saying that's that doesn't connect to the rest of the DCU at all? Right. And so then there was like this whole day where everyone's like, oh man, the, you know the DCU, like what is going on? And then finally Matt Reeves comes like, no, this is it's connected. It's the it's, it's Batman. All I meant by standalone was that there's no other characters in it. There's no Aquaman. There's no Flash. There's no Wonder Woman. It's just Batman. So we have that cleared up, but now we still have this weird like offshoot of a movie that about the Joker that doesn't fit in with the rest of the movies. I'm like, don't... Ah. And What's this weird to me... So, yeah. What's weird going. to me is like... And, and then I'll... You know, like I'm, I'm pretty much done after this. But what's weird to me is like, don't spend all your time and energy and money developing this shared universe and then three movies in completely break that. Yeah. Like that's what that's what was that's what was messy with your movies in the first place. Yeah. So two things. 
maybe three. But two things, the, the two biggest things to me are, first of all, like, this is a, such a leaky ship. Like, there are so many, like, things oh, flying yeah. around, and it's like, you, you never know, like, what's real or what's not, but it's like, they need to feel out, like, figure out this stuff, like, and then address it, like, head on and uh, and go from there. Because the, also the report is, and, and this is in their own, like, you know, laid out documents, that they're doing, like, a Flashpoint movie, right? And the rumor right. has been for a long time that the Flashpoint movie will reboot that entire universe. Yeah, which which all all of a sudden already we're rebooting, right? And so like there was already this talk of like rebooting this thing, right? And so now then now they're discussing like, oh well, let's you know let's do this Joker movie, which is not even you know com- completely aside from from the the universe that we have now. And it's like, well, if you're gonna do it that way, like if you're gonna do a movie universe that way, like I'm fine with that. But you need to tell people that none of your movies are connected. Like every right. movie to this point, it's been like, no, no, we promise it's connected. No, nope, we we promise there's a Batman in this universe. It's connected, you know, on the on Man of Steel or whatever. And it's like, and then you kind of move into uh, Batman versus Superman. It's like they really did a, did this. Like we talked about it, I think, in the review where it's like there's every weird thing about that movie. Like there's a lot of weird stuff in there, but the weirdest parts are whenever they try to like shoehorn in like, Oh, this is the origin story for cyborg. And we're going to shove that in here and, you know, into this like computer dossier or whatever. And and so like all of the weird things in there were literally them being like, no, no, we promise there's a universe. (laughs) There's an actual universe behind all of this. And it's like the, the best things about that movie were whenever it just tried to be itself like Lex Luthor, like whenever he was like, whenever he was there, it's like, Oh, this is, this is Lex Luthor. And so like, my thing is if you want to do, separate movies and you want to kind of have a pocket thing over here and a pocket thing over there and then eventually kind of bring them all together do that then but say you're going to do that don't try to like do this all and then do have it both ways essentially right um especially now that you just had like you just had a huge astronomical success with wonder woman yeah like don't ruin it now like you have a huge success with wonder woman it sounds like honestly with all the problems that they have I think Joss Whedon is the person to fix it, and it sounds like, honestly, I'm optimistic about Justice League. The fact that they're actually fixing the problems this time rather than just leaving them in, that's encouraging. You Bro, know but I, mean? I, can, I just can't imagine that this movie is going to come out on time and like have the, like, we've already seen some really janky-looking CGI in the uh, the latest trailer or whatever, and so I just worry that this movie is... is yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I don't put too much stock in these trailers anymore. Like, who knows? Like, yeah. You, th- you think about... Some of the stuff that was even in the Batman vs Superman trailer, <laughs> or who right. have a Star Wars trailer, it's like half of it's not even in the movie. Yeah, you know, like you just put out a trailer for hype. That's all you're doing. Like it's there's not even like Joss Whedon overseeing that stuff. There's like, right. hey, here's a bunch of footage. Make a trailer. <laughs> here's a bunch of weird clips. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and I guess like that's here's where true. We are with the graphics. But it's like at the same time, I mean, we're this movie's supposed to come out this year, and it's like I don't, I I hope that if they come down to it, they don't pick the uh, the the release date over a good movie like i hope they go for the good movie rather than delay it till like early 2018 or something and uh and and get us a good movie in there because like you said you have this massive success after wonder woman it's it's literally theirs to break now like it's like okay here's this here's this cool success you can take it and make it better build on it and make this you know, even all, more awesome, or you can shatter it all over the ground. And well, that's the thing. You, you, you look at the, the, the DCU as a, as a whole. Like, you, you don't... Like, Man of Steel, honestly, like, people like to, to uh, 
tear that one apart. But honestly, it's a decent movie. Yeah, like, it's, it's a good movie. We reviewed it, gave it, I think I gave it a nine. I don't remember, you, maybe an 8.5 for you, yeah. who knows. Like, yeah. But it's a it's a good movie. It's yeah. not a bad movie, you know. And then so then you take that, okay, Batman vs. Superman, that one has its problems. <laughs> but it's still a fun movie. Like if you, if like you look at it, and it made a lot of money, like it's fun. Yeah. Suicide Squad, huge structural problems, structural <laughs> problems, but still a fun movie. You yep. know, like I can get on board. Then you have Wonder Woman, like great movie all around. You know, yeah. so and like you have a he had a huge flop. Like not like they've all made made enough money. <laughs> they were all either good critically or they were fun, which is fine. Like yeah, you can get away with that. Watch the the Fast and the Furious movies. Like <laughs> the fact that they still go on and make money shows. Like, just make a fun movie. You're fine, right? Um, yeah, you you can totally get away with fun. You know, it's like yes. if, if that's if that's what you take away is like, hey, that's fine. You know, right? Um, and then like so, and I don't think anyone's expecting anything. You know, like mind bending from the Justice League, but like if you can just provide a fun movie that actually makes sense this time, holy cow! You're yeah. you have a huge great um universe on your hands all these franchises right well i just think like we're at such a precarious point right now and with all the rumors flying around about like you know justice league and about batman and about now this joker movie it's like with all that happening it's it like everything's teetering like the uh the successes that they've had so far to this point especially with wonder woman like everything's kind of teetering and it's like i don't know they just need to kind of set out and say here's the roadmap Here's what we're doing, and go from there. Maybe it's maybe that happens after Justice League, um, whenever they gauge the success or failure of, of Justice League. But I don't know. It's 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 weird. I also want to. That's throw what I the, feel like. The wait. Oh, go ahead. I, well, I, I was going to move on to like my thought on the Joker movie. Oh, I was just well, I was just going to say like yeah, I, th- I feel like a lot of this, you know, especially like even Ben Affleck's, you know, is he the Batman or not? Like. I think that all kind of hinges on the success or failure of Justice League. I think yeah. if it's, and I think like honestly for Ben Affleck, um, like there's some of the, the things he's like whenever he he stepped down from directing and whenever he took a step back and was and you know uh, decided like hey I'm I don't want to be basically I don't want to direct a project that I don't like the script for and all that kind of stuff. I I wonder if like. If this doesn't do well critically, like even if it does well commercially, makes a lot of money, but if Justice, Justice League gets panned by critics again, if he'll be like, I'm out, you know, I'm done playing Batman. Right. Uh, you know, because like the, you, you think about like the last Batman, you know, Nolan's Batman, I mean, it was pretty much praised by critics and I don't, I don't know how that feels for Ben Affleck. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's a good director. He's a great actor. Like, yeah, uh, he's, I don't think he's used to just being completely panned by yeah. critics. Well, and this is like it's. It, I also think about the time investment that these movies take, and that like you know, whenever you sign on to be this, like you signed on to, to like do this, and he like with all yeah. the reshoots, it's like he's already shot this movie once, and it's right. and so for him as a director uh, and an actor to see like maybe the behind the scenes chaos, it's like, I don't know. I mean, even you, you think about like even. Like Daniel Craig, every single Bond movie, he'd be like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if I'm doing another one. Right. Which, um, hey, that's some news. He's, he's going to be in the next Bond. Right, right. He's finally... he's And, like, literally after the last one, he was like, guys, I'm done for sure. Yeah. And then, and then the next interview, he's like, okay, okay, hang on. I'll, let me backpedal a little bit here. And maybe. It's a maybe. It's a hard maybe. And so, like... And now he's in it again. And so 
in this process, whenever whenever you're you have to do this and live and breathe this for so long. You think about the other things that Ben Affleck could be doing, not only from an acting perspective, but from a directing right. and writing perspective. It's like, right. I, I wonder how valuable this is to him. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it, it'll be weird. It'll be interesting to see. And maybe before Wonder Woman, they had these plans. They're like, well, if, if Wonder Woman and Justice League go poorly, then we, we reset the universe. We start this all right. over again. You know? But then now that Wonder Woman's done well, they're like, well, maybe. You know? and, this is the thing. I think like, if you just, just get, just get you know, which, which, I mean, it's happened, get Zack Snyder away from this, this universe, get Goyer away from this universe, um, bring in some direct, different directors that do well with standalone movies and uh, and see what they can do. And honestly, like, yeah. I love Matt Reeves. He 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 makes great movies. Yeah. Um, I love Joss Whedon. He makes great movies. Uh, Wonder Woman was a fantastic movie. So like, they're on the yeah, right Patty track. Jenkins. Like, I mean, it's I just, yeah. I just don't want to throw it out before before we have a chance to actually you know prove this thing. Right. And I think at the very least, like the the things that are great about this, like with Wonder Woman, like there's gonna be a a second Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot with Patty Jenkins directing. You know, it's like it's in writing. It's it like it's it's gonna happen. That one, the things that are good about this universe, yeah. will remain. And so we'll just right. see what ends up happening moving forward. But um, last thought. The Joker movie, man. I like. I can't, I don't know. Like, I like Batman. I like this whole thing. Part of the Joker's like thing is that you really like. There's a point where he begins, and so it depends on what they mean by origin. And it's like if we're if we're taking a character, we're gonna humanize him. We're gonna show you like from birth to like whenever this happens. It's like uh, I'm not into that for the Joker because part of his thing is that he's he's just chaos and he shows up and he ruins Batman's day and. So I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on that yet. But again, I don't know what they mean by by origin. And so a lot of people have been like panicking and, and thinking along those lines, which actually was my original thought too. But then the other side of that is, what if it's just like the first time he shows up, and it's like if that's the case, and it's not gonna like show you his backstory. It's like there's still this level of like mystery and like we have no idea what his motivation is really and the chaos and that sort of thing. And it's literally just like his first crime. Um, I could I could get I could get behind that, um, but it's kind of one of those things. I, I I hope they handle that one um, delicately because that character is, is important to Batman, and uh, you know it's the mystery is kind of part of what hap- like what his character is and means, and that the chaos that that I guess incites. So yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Like number one, I don't really care about the origin story. I don't. I'm not a huge. I need. A, I want to know the villain origin stories kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. They can just be villains. It just doesn't really matter to me. Uh, but then again, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't offend me either if they give him an origin story. Like to me, like it doesn't matter any either way because he's, he's not part of any specific um, universe. Like if it's, ah. if it's completely separate from this, like who cares? Like yeah, I guess. Really I guess why matter? even call it really a Joker movie then? Yeah, I mean. I don't. I don't know. Like if and and uh, you know, Batman's villains really only matter whenever, like in the relationship to Batman. Yeah. Like, sure, Joker's a, a cool character, and he's probably one of the he's one of the best villains I think of all time. But who's who's his foe in this? Like, yeah, he's he's interesting as a villain. He's a great villain. It's like it's kind of like you know, you, it's kind of like the the prequels with Darth Vader. It's like Anakin's fine. He's not the most interesting character. What well, he's the most inter- like the most interesting parts, even in Clone Wars, is whenever you start to see the dark, the darkness, you know, the dark side in him, and like yeah. 
shades of Darth Vader in him. Yeah. It's not Anakin as a as a good guy, you right. know. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. And 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 I think like also the Joker like in the comics and in some of the uh, some of the, you know, movies and things like that, the Joker does recognize that he is nothing without Batman. Right. And that he doesn't like it's they need each other or at the very least the Joker needs he, him and he's exactly he tries to claim that's my that, point. he tries to claim that Batman needs him as well but it's that's you know point. like yeah he he needs I mean most of Batman's villains if, just to be completely honest need Batman in order to be interesting in order to survive you know yeah. and like without Batman like what are they you know yeah. they're just f- freaks running around a city. Yeah, well, and it's like, and and the idea of like Batman inspiring them to up the game, up the theatrics, and right. up like these the crazy level, um, like that that is an interesting dynamic, and like, are they as interesting without that? So I mean, it's, yeah, origin story definitely some 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 things that you got to tread around. So we'll see how that goes if it comes to pass. I don't know if it will, man. I don't know. Even if it is an idea that they're kind of floating now. I'm not sure if it'll actually, the, you know, happen. The one thing that I that I liked about it was like, you know, with uh, Scorsese producing, that sounds cool. I'd love to see a Scorsese directed like version yeah. of the Joker. But again, I would want it to uh, either have Batman in it or re- relate to this current franchise. Like, have Scorsese right. direct this thing and relate to like let it be Jared Leto's Joker. Like, that'd be cool. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, that gives me a reason to watch this thing. That's the news. All right, it is time to review Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. So there's not a whole lot to spoil in this, so we'll have probably a, a brief actual spoiler section. I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll just um, kind of talk actually, in broad terms. Well, there's, there's only like two yeah, we'll things talk, that, that, yeah, there's that some could things be spoiled. To spoil. Never mind. Yeah, there's some things to spoil. No, I think. Well, so first of all, uh, we talked a lot about last time, but like uh, the the gameplay in this, the music, the look, the feel, all of it is probably the best feeling uh, Sonic side-scrolling Sonic game ever. Agreed. Totally. I mean, and the thing that you mentioned, the music, like the music specifically, like it's, it's interesting that it's, it's inspired for sure by old Sonic games, which this whole game is inspired by old Sonic games. But there's, there's times whenever, you know, whenever you, you think back at a, a, to a game or a movie or a show or something, and it's like your memory of it, it like upreses it or it makes it better than what it actually was. And yeah, I this, mean, this the experience, is, I guess, is left yeah. in mind. How you remember it is a little bit different than what it actually is. Like, if you go back and revisit something that you, you know, loved as a kid or something like that, and then whenever you revisit it, you're like, ah, I mean, it's not like quite exactly as, as good as I remember. And But, but this yeah. is as good as I remember Sonic, the size scrolling right. Sonic ever being. Oh yeah, I mean, okay, so the level design is fantastic. Um, the uh, the bosses, like in the way they work, you know, the fact there's a boss after every single act is really really cool. Yeah. Um, the fact that like, okay, if you if you run out of lives and die, uh, you get to repl- start back at that um, that the beginning of that level. So like act one of whatever level you're on, that's yeah. genius as well. Um, so it kind of like modernized some things there. Um, just the the speed and and the different abilities like there's a bounce ability there's like a dash ability with these different um, kind of uh, shields basically yeah. and um, and uh, like they also protect you from that element that elemental damage so fire yeah. r- protects you from fire and, and they're strategically placed around these levels like to Definitely. to do that um, all the like all the old like Sonic things you remember are back in terms of like um, there's a like a oil level. There's like water underwater level. There's like yeah. a sand level. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. 
Um, and then like they bring in references to a lot of different games. We can go through that in the spoiler section, but like tons of different games that are um, uh, re- referenced in there. Um, yeah, like I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really have anything like a ton negative to say about this, other than like the the levels are designed with different people, and you can definitely tell that at different times. Like some levels, mm. not that they're poorly designed, they're, like they're just like. There's not as good as others. Like some are really, really good at like, um, you know, like you're just racing through, and you just have this sense of speed. Other ones, like you know, it gives you some some like different kind of puzzly elements that um, are a little taxing. Yeah. Um, I I like it to an extent, but sometimes it's like, okay, this is just cheap. Um, and so there's yeah. there's that we can talk about that in spoilers. Well, and then like I, I think like there's also. Being designed by different people like that, it begins to make a lot, lot more sense that each kind of level is designed by different people. Whenever, um, in some of them, you can backtrack pretty easily. Like where it's like, oh man, I missed X, Y, Z, or hey, I want to go back there and get that other thing, or and you can backtrack fairly easily. And then other ones, it's like there are certain moments where you're completely walled off. From right. from every previous aspect of the level, and it's like I don't think that's a bad thing, but it's it's interesting that some levels it happens and some levels it doesn't. And it doesn't necessarily matter. It's not like late game, you're always walled off. It's right. just that some levels randomly decide to like wall you off from certain things. I don't know that it's bad. It's just inconsistent and frustrating whenever it does that. Like things that restrict you like that are ends up being frustrating or like just levels that are poorly designed with like you know there's there's some, there's some cheap shots in this like where it's like a couple yeah okay if you if, if you don't know this is coming you're going to either lose all your rings or die you know yeah. like so there's some frustrating points um and and i can attribute that directly to them being designed by different people for sure well and i also think about like the uh different people will take different things forward from from previous sonic games where it's like oh man it's one thing somebody thought was cool or funny right. or awesome about this the previous sonic games may not be something that the uh the person next to them does and so if both of them are designing different levels like they'll enhance different aspects of of the previous sonic games and so it's like you know the sonic games in 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 the past, like where you're running along, running along, running along. And all of a sudden there's just spikes and it's like, you'll get hit. And it's like, unless you, you know, knew, like you said, unless you've already played through this level and know to jump right at that moment, you know, you're going to lose your rings. You're going to die. Like that was a thing that happened before. Um, but it's not necessarily the most fun thing, but it's like if, if whoever was designing this level was like, Hey, yeah, that was something that I enjoyed. I thought that was funny whenever that happened to me back in the day, you know, uh, they're going to do that. And so it's, it's, uh, I can totally see that, that, that through line of like, okay, that's, that's the only real issue that I have with it is the, the consistency. Like you said. Yeah. So let's do some spoilers. All right, man. Do you want to count down the spoiler clock? Yes. All right. The spoiler clock is a counting down. This is going to be, you know, gameplay, that sort of thing. There's not really a huge story with it, but we're going to be spoiling some things in five, four, three, two, one, throw out a spoiler. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine is in this game. Dude, that was an amazing moment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love that. Like, So when we're talking about references to other games, there's references to Sonic Triple Trouble in here. Um, there's references to uh, to Amy in here. Yep, so um, Sonic CD. To, yeah, Sonic CD. To, um, references to the Mean Bean Machine, because you play a level of it in yeah. uh, Boss Fight, basically, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I love all the different bosses. They basically pulled like every boss I can remember um, back into this game. 
Um, yeah. And do some like variants on them. Like they did some some twists on uh, on some of them that made them cooler or made them uh, you know a little bit more obvious, like what the uh, what to do or something like that. You know. Yeah, but and then but the thing is like I. Like when they pull them in, it's like, oh man, I totally forgot about this, you yep. know. Or like, I I haven't thought about like whenever they had the dude from uh, I don't even remember his name, um, the 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 like fox guy or uh, wolf guy from uh, oh uh, man Sonic Triple uh, Trouble. Uh, dude, I'm losing my mind. Uh, what is his name? No idea. Anyway, whenever he shows up, I'm like, oh man, I totally forgot about this dude. Yeah. Uh, I I love like whenever they pull like uh, tails in, he's flying the plane. In that one level, yeah, that um, was really cool. And like you're, you know, you're uh, basically platforming through the sky, which was really cool. And yeah. At one point, I was like, "Can I fall?" Like, or does tails literally always catch me? And you can fall. Like, I, I did a, a super dash, like a, a Sonic dash, and like he did not catch me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you can totally like go too fast for for tails to catch you in that plane. That's which I, I was like, "Yes, all right, good." At one point, uh, Knuckles shows up at the end, so that's kind of cool. Um, like, and honestly, like, uh, there were only a few, a few times whenever I was like super, super frustrated. Like, you know, like there's, I think there was one time in, um, one of the levels where like, this is like purple water that comes up and like, I died like a million times there. Yeah. Um, and and it's like, and it's literally like, it's, it's, it's things like that that are out of your control that I, I feel like I don't mind dying once necessarily. Yeah. Um, but it's whenever I die over and over and over again, only because I just like, I, I, it almost feels like luck that you end up getting through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. And then, like, uh, close to the end, the next to last, um, well, actually, so the next to last uh, level, whenever there's uh, at the final boss fight with Dr. Robotnik, there's these things that are coming up out of the floor and down from the ceiling. You can just get squished. Yeah. Hate those. Like, you, even, you can even get squished, like, at the beginning of the. Of the, oh, yeah. the thing, like whenever you know, there's just a platform that's moving. I'm like, come on! Like, just getting squished is such a lame thing in Sonic. Like, it's not even like a, oh man, yeah, I totally made a huge mistake there. No, you just happen to like get like pinched like barely underneath One the, the corners of these things. Yeah, dude. And I mean, it's just so so. Like those are the things that I feel like that's just cheap. It's just cheap. It's just making yeah. it hard because you poorly you you decide to design this poorly to make it hard. Like that's right. what it feels like. You right. Know? Well, and yeah, like you said, like I think it's it's a it's an element of like oh man, well that happened in the original Sonic games, and so I'm gonna pull yeah, that and it out. Yeah, sucks then too. Right. Exactly. And so like that's the thing that I think about whenever all of these things happen, where it's like okay, so they've decreased the level of like things that I don't like yeah. about it, but they still exist. Like they're still there, you know, every once in a while. Um, right. And so, yeah, that, that's one of them. And Fang the Sniper, by the way, is his name. Fang, um, yes. <laughs> which, uh, like, apparently he was in other games and stuff like that, which I, I didn't, didn't know. There's, like, a 3D rendering of him whenever I looked it up. But uh, Weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Anyway. And then I, think, I think the I – actually, I actually liked this, but, like, the last uh, – because I think – so this is an example where I think it, I liked it. Um, so, like – the the last level, whenever you are on, I guess you're basically in a robotic ship, um, the like what where most games usually end. You're on yep. this big airship. Um, I think it's is it the second act where you have to make it through four wings of yeah. these things within a certain time. Like you you basically can't run out of time. You have ten minutes to finish the level. Yep. And so you need to go through each wing in under two two minutes fifty second. Yep. Yeah, two minutes thirty seconds. Sorry. 
and I go through each wing in another two minutes, 30 seconds. And like, sure, I died the first couple times I did that, but like I was learning the levels. And so mm-hmm. like, I didn't, it didn't bother me whenever I died those times because I felt like it served a, an overall purpose of learning. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like with like Limbo or Inside or even Super Meat Boy or something along those lines where like dying serves a purpose. Like you're learning how to actually make it through these levels quickly and, yeah. and easily. And I that I don't mind. It's, it's mm-hmm. literally I'm dying 10 times in one spot because it's so stupid is the is the, the stuff that I don't like. Yeah, but I think it's like... It, it only it, happened like two or three times. Whenever it's not user error or something like that where it's like, you know, it's, it's yeah. something that is uh, that's, that you just can't foresee in the first place and then it's, it's really unnecessarily difficult to get through that sort of thing. But yeah, dude, that level was amazing because like they didn't tell you um, that that's what you need to do, that you clear these four wings. No. Um, yeah. but you like, figure it out. You yeah. Fi- you like, you end up resetting. You're like, Oh, why is that open again? You know? Yeah. And I don't remember when it finally like clicked with me, but, uh, but it, like, I remember whenever it finally clicked, I was like, Oh, that's what I'm doing. And at the time I, I couldn't even remember if I had already like cleared the same wing twice right. or right. what, you know? So, um, yeah, well, I, so that's, that's whenever that, it, it did click with me, whenever I happened to, cause I kept going, I went, I went different way. I went every single way basically at, like, and I think I died twice doing that. It's yeah. whenever I went went the same way like another time, and it, I'd already done it, and I'm like, "Oh, I already yep. played this. Ah, oh, there's you have to complete all four levels. Oh man, yeah. you have to do it before the time runs out because that's why it keep, keeps happening." So yeah, and you can't like I mean in that specific instance, like I loved that that was something I figured out because it's not like that's a cool right. kind of a puzzle. You know, that's a cool like yes. maze thing, and, it, and yes. it plays into Sonic's strengths because it's speed based. Yes. Yeah. None of yeah. Nothing really stopped you in that one. Right. Um. It was just like you know, just a different mechanic. And I love stuff like that. I love games that like build on themselves and teach you things without having to teach you. You know, for sure. Um, I, I love that. So like, and that's what most of this game was. Like, don't hear Agreed. me and say, like, man, this obviously this game's too hard and terribly designed. No, most like even things like Green Hill Zone, which like we've all played through Green Hill Zone, but like it's it's enough. It's different enough that it just feels good. And yeah, it's fast, and you speed through it, yeah. and like there's you got some cool bosses at the end. Yep. Um, but yeah, dude, I love this game. Like, uh, I can't wait to get all the the uh, the emeralds, and then be able to turn it supersonic, and then play through this again with tails and um, and uh, and knuckles. Yeah, I mean, and all those characters like they handle really uniquely. Like, I mean, it's like as, as much as it is, oh, it's still running and it's still jumping and it's still like the same kind of dashing mechanic I mean, and things it's like that. It's a different that. game, yeah. But like, Knuckles can climb walls and Tails can fly up, and it's like they 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 handle so differently that it, it's I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be spending a lot more time on this game. Like, I'm not oh, yeah. anywhere close to being done playing this game yet. Um, and and that's I played this on the. Sw- I played this on the Switch, and uh, you played it on the Xbox. But yep. I loved like just the handheld nature of it. The fact that like, hey, this is another Sonic game, a new Sonic game on a handheld. That's, that's where I feel like yeah. we start. We started playing Sonic games, so it felt yeah. more at home there. Yeah, and, and the fun, funny story is, um, I'm I'm also playing this on Switch as well. Like, I bought it on Switch. Oh, too. are you? Like, oh, okay. I'm on both now. <laughs> um, and so, like, I'm. I think I actually beat it on my Switch. Um, that's the, just nice. happened to be like I was in. Uh, I was in like we were. We had something on the television, and I was like playing it as well. And it was yeah. like, oh man, I, I'll just beat it here because I'm farther along on this one now. So I just kind of like doubled down on the uh, the switch one. So I've played through this game like almost 
two and three quarters time or not two and three, like one and three quarters times. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's that fun where I'm like, I'm playing these same levels again, but it's just as fun. Uh, the second time around the other, uh, thing that I wanted to mention, the only missed opportunity that I kept wanting them to do after the mean bean machine level, after that boss, I was yeah. like, totally, they're going to have a Sonic spinball thing. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they kind of did. In they that casino did. level. Like it was they, a mechanic. They, were, they had, the fl- they had bumpers. Yeah. It was and, a mechanic and, and, and flippers. But like it never like culminated into that yeah. moment where you have a pinball table in front of you and you're like just doing it, you know. And so I don't know. Yeah. I felt, felt like I I would have loved for that to happen. Maybe it'll happen in whatever sequel we have. Yeah, Ha-ha-ha. I mean it, it, exactly. Yeah, I think the things that would be cool would be, um, yes, yeah, a Sonic spinball, um, a like Sonic, uh, what is it? Sonic ra- uh, drift? racing game. Sonic drift. Yeah, yeah. Sonic drift. That would be a cool uh, mechanic. Um, those are my two, top two, probably. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that would, that would be awesome. And so, like, maybe, like I said, maybe the sequel will have something like that in it. Because, like, you got to save something for the sequel. Because the yeah. other thing about this is, like, I don't think, I don't think Sega really knew that this game was going to be as big of a hit as it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, what was funny is it, it just kept getting really good like previews and stuff like that. And like, but Sega was still kind of like, it felt like they were just like, hey, buy this if you want it. It's you know, right. And they were doubling, bucks. like they're doubling down on their game coming in later this year, like the Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces, yeah. And but Which like is this fine, is, whatever. I mean, hopefully it's good too. But uh, right. this is this game is phenomenal. Yeah, this game is great. And so it's like I I really do hope they they you know kind of put out a sequel. The other thing is like uh, the the developer who made this game, um, or the main one, one of the main ones. There's a few, but like one yeah, of the main Christian ones Whitehead. behind it, Christian Whitehead. Yeah, they've been doing all of the. Uh, the he's been, he's been doing yeah so christian whitehead like he he started out and he was uh he basically did a a, a port a fan port for one of their games like a, a sonic cd yeah, thing. sonic cd yeah, yeah. It, was, it was recreating their like physics and making it feel good on on other on other devices and things and so sega was just like hey let's rather than being mad at him and being like no don't do this they hired him and they just put out that that game as well as like hired him to do a Which bunch of phenomenal ports. by the way yeah, yeah, seriously, dude, and like paid him to do a bunch of ports by uh, of of these other games. Of, of so they're putting you know all of the Sonic One, Sonic Twos on your like 3DS and on your your Xboxes and things like that. And then this game is like the first chance to do original stuff, um, <laughs> which is interesting because it's like, man, these are these are fans of that Sonic. And they created this thing. You know, we've talked about before how, right. like, with Seinfeld, we mentioned it earlier in the episode, how, like, there's this, a, a single point in that season where, like, the original kind of team behind it stepped stepped back a little bit. And then there was another, uh, like, the fans who had been watching this and, and enjoying the show for so long stepped in as, like, the writers. And, like, those are some of the funniest things. And so in yeah. this situation, it's like these fans of this game are finally able to kind of take the take the helm and, and and show what they can do, show what they've learned and pulled from this, and it's such a fun game because of that. Well, you think about like you know what what are the what are the pitfalls that Sonic's kind of fallen into in in recent memory, and it's always been like this desire to innovate for some reason, and and so you end up with things like you know Sonic Unleashed, where half the time he's a brawler and he just walks <laughs> around you know as a werehog, you know like. <laughs> Basically, you're, it's a it's a hack and slash brawler. That's what it is. It's like <laughs> this is not Sonic. Like, what? Why are we doing this? Um, yeah. You know. So you end up with stuff like that. And in recent years, uh, Sonic's kind of gotten a little bit better. Like Sonic Generations uh, was was good. Like they yep. tried to go back to old school with Sonic Four Episode One and Two, 
but like episode one was yeah, episode two was better, um, but they still didn't hit it um, exactly right. It still was like it was almost like like almost some of them were carbon copies. It felt like of older levels and like yeah. the mechanics were still weird, and so. Um, the physics fell off. Um, it just wasn't fast enough. That type of thing. Um, yeah. And so, and so, like, and then then you then you like bring in people who like okay these people who love Sonic, they grew up playing Sonic, they know what was great about Sonic, and let's just go back there. Like it's it's not that innovative of an idea. I don't think you know. Yeah. Uh, Mario has done it a little better. You know, you think about New Super Mario Brothers and Super mm. New Super Mario Brothers Two, like. It's just like a prettier version of like a, a side scrolling Mario, but they just didn't really like, and they've and they've made it better. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I love the fact that they did this, and I love the fact that it's succeeding because it just means we'll get more of it. Right. Um, and it, it's just funny to me, like how how like all the miss, and I'm honestly still like kind of surprised that Sonic is still around after all the just the the terrible games and the missteps that they've been through with him. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he has a major fan base too, so it's like. I, I think also like that's surprising to me is that like there's still people that love this thing. Well, because he was he's a great character, and you know he's had um, he's had television shows and the comic comic books. Which, by the yeah. way, uh, he's not an Archie anymore, which is crazy. That's weird, man. Who's uh, you know who's publishing it? So I don't know. Like Archie stopped for some reason. Like I don't know the whole drama, but like Archie stopped um, publishing uh, Sonic comics. I think it was a deal with Archie that kind of went bad. Weird. Um, and uh, so then there was no Sonic Conks for a while. I think Image is about to start um, start printing them. Interesting. I mean, I I that's that's really weird because like he was on Archie forever, man. Since we were kids. Well, and, the, and and the bummer thing is like they, you know the, they they'll restart the numbering, all that kind of stuff. It may not even tie in, you know that right. type of thing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, but do you are you ready to write this thing? Like, I mean, I don't have any additional yeah. thoughts other than that. Like, other than the fact that this game is awesome. Yep. Um, and I will, like I said, I'll be playing it for a long time. I mean, if you're a fan of platform, fan of platformers, if you're a fan of Sonic, um, if you're a fan of side scrollers, um, play this game, man. For sure. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rate this thing. I'm going to give it a 9.5. I will give it a solid, oh man, I was going to do nine, but now you're tempting me to go up farther, but I'm just going to stick Let's with stick my with original nine. nine. Um, yeah. for sure, dude. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Next week. You're going to get an episode that we recorded last week. Yeah. Um, because John's going to be on uh, on vacation. So um, still listen to it. It's still great. Yeah. We review it's... Your Name, the Japanese anime. That's right. That uh, Fulton and I uh, saw earlier in the year and talked to you about. Um, and then the three of us review it next week. So that'll be pretty awesome. Um, you can find us online at stayingtargetpodcast.com on Twitter at chrisart 250 And John Wright 777 And at Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that we're awesome and super cool. <laughs> Tell everyone that we're, we're awesome and super cool. Not yes. just your friends. Yes. Everyone. Right. Like your enemies. Everyone. Uh-huh. everyone. Hopefully you have lots of enemies to tell that to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope you have no enemies. <laughs> well, and then, and then also the people who are kind of in the middle where it's like, you know, I don't know how I feel frenemies. about them yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the frenemies. Yeah. You're, you're exactly yeah. right. All right. So that's it for this week. <laughs> We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.